What's going on, brothers and sisters? This is Brother Dell of Gospel of Repentance Ministries. As a reminder, if you desire to sign up for the blog, in other words, get uh, updates via email, let me give you this uh, URL. It's feeds.feedburner.com forward slash the gospel of repentance. I'll give that to you one more time. It's feeds dot feedburner dot com forward slash the gospel of repentance okay so what that will do is that when I provide new blog posts you will get an you will get an email so that you can read the post okay God bless you for tuning in it's been a minute since I've been able to do a podcast I'm not as on here as frequently as I was previously or would like to be but I do have some time today on this Saturday, November 23rd, the uh, weekend before our Thanksgiving holiday, and I wanted to be able to do an episode today, so I'm going to do just that. And what I would like to discuss in this episode is our great salvation. Our great salvation. And wanted to let you know that this is how I view our salvation and I would believe others would view it this way as well. I, be, I view our salvation as Trinitarian and the reason why I view it that way is because it has three components to it. When we're saved initially that is our justification. All right and the once you're justified you can only be justified once and you can't become more or less justified just justification is a one-time uh, transaction you can't decrease in justification and you can't increase in justification so the second tier or part of our great salvation would be our sanctification that is synonymous with being holy or holiness that means we're living a life that is transformable or we're conforming to the image of Jesus Christ all right that is sanctification and that has to be ongoing that is something that we have to work on and that we want to increase so that we become more Christ-like. And then the third tier and the final uh, part of our great salvation would be our glorification. That is when our salvation has reached its consummation. All right, That's when we're glorified and that is a future part but a guaranteed part of our salvation which is also part of our biblical blessed inheritance as children of God so in the next few minutes what I wanted to do is talk about each area uh, briefly all right so let's start with our justification all right so what I want to do is come up give you a definition of justification give me a moment and I'll pull it up for you our justification 
All right. I wrote an article in regards to this too, so I'll have to connect the blog article with this this podcast episode. Glorification is in the... Uh, I'm starting off wrong. We're going to start with justification. Sorry about that. It's the act of pronouncing one righteous to be acquitted and verses of scripture that deal with our justification would be Psalm 32 1 and 2 you can uh, also view Matthew 121 and also uh, chapter 9 verses 2 uh, Luke 748 John 129 Ephesians 1 7 and 1 John chapter 2 verse 2 why don't we take a look at a few of these, all right? So let's start with Psalm 32, verse 1 and 2. I mean, even way back in the Old Testament during the time of King David, our, our justification and forgiveness of sins is discussed, okay? So let's go there first. Psalm 32. And start with verses, well, we'll just do verses 1 and 2. How about that? It says this, Blessed is he, listen to this, this is, this is powerful stuff. This is, this is wonderful revelation. Blessed is he whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. Wow. Verse 2, Blessed or happy is the man to whom the Lord does not impute iniquity and in whose spirit there is no deceit that's the um, that's the psalm one of the psalms of uh, David I need to read that again sounds real good it says blessed is he whose transgression is forgiven whose sin is covered blessed is the man to whom the Lord does not impute iniquity I want you to catch the magnitude of that statement. That means that God has deemed you not guilty because of the blood of Christ. Now, in actuality, just so that we're clear, we're all guilty. All right? Just wanted to make that clear that we're all guilty. But because of the blood of Christ, because of the sacrificial atonement of Jesus Christ, he made it whereby those who would trust in what he did some 20 centuries ago once we place our faith our trust our belief in what he did then God can then declare us righteous he can give us he give us he, he gives us a divine acquittal that is extraordinary i mean i think what happens we lose the power and the passion of what Christ did because we hear the message so much that it becomes commonplace and you want to get to a point you don't want to get to a point rather where it is commonplace it want you want it to feel more and more real and more vibrant every time you hear that message and that act and expression of love that Jesus Christ will come and die for wretched sinners like you and I all right so remember put that one in your memory bank psalm 32 verses 1 and 2 all right we're going to move forward and we're going to go to the next tier of our great salvation which is our sanctification that's the 
midway point. That's the point that we're in right now as as believers. Once we become justified, like I said, you can't become more or less justified. Your justification is a one-time act, all right? Now, in our sanctification, it's the Greek word hagiasmos. It means to be separated to God. Notice what I said, separated to God, not separated from him, separated to him, to be set apart. And like I said, a synonym for sanctification is holiness. And this is what Philippians chapter 2 verses 12 and 13 says about sanctification. And this is something that we had to be actively involved in as as Christians, as believers. It says this, work out your salvation with fear and trembling for it is God who works in you both to will and to do for his good pleasure and this is the reason why we've been elected in the first place so that we can mirror the glorious image of Christ in a lost and in a dying and a hopeless world you follow what I'm saying so it's very important and this is what Romans 8.29 says, a very popular verse in, in Romans chapter 8. Paul speaking here, it says, For whom he, that, that's God, foreknew he predestined to be conformed to the image of his son. That's part of the verse. And then I indicated in the article, and, and when I, um, I attach it to the podcast, you'll see it. It says, This is the primary reason for being chosen to be in God's family. We are to mirror the life of Christ on the earth. Sanctification, listen to this, is a lifelong process. As we grow in Christ's likeness, we should love to hate our sin. Did you get that? Love to hate our sin. <laughs> Not love our sin, but love to hate it. That's very profound. Sanctification is holiness in action. It is the visible, enduring fruit of our justification in action. Listen to what uh, uh, Peter said about us he says we are a chosen generation a royal priesthood a holy nation his own special people that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light who were once not a people but now are the people of God had not obtained mercy but now have obtained mercy and then Peter continues to his discourse and he says this beloved I beg you as sojourners and pilgrims abstain from fleshly lusts which war against the soul having your conduct honorable among the Gentiles of the nations that when they speak against you as evildoers that they may by your good works which they observe glorify God in the day of visitation alright now let's go to the last part or the third tier the final tier of our great salvation which is our glorification and that Greek word is endoxazo I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right but it's spelled E-N-D-O-X-A-Z-O that's the Greek term for glorification and that's, the, that's in the passive voice too so the verb form of that would be glorified it is the reality of when our salvation is complete meaning we are immortal in other words we're no longer subject to death and we can find specific verses that deal with that in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verse 51 Philippians 3 verse 21 and also Thessalonians 1 Thessalonians that is chapter 4 verses 13 to 18 okay 
So once again, our salvation is in three components. It's our justification. That's when we are divinely acquitted uh, by God from our sins. He separates our sins from us as far as the east is from the west. Praise, praise God for that. And then the second part, which is which is obviously the most challenging part because we have to do that our whole life long. And that's our sanctification. That's something that we have to actively work on doing. Okay. And the wonderful thing about that, according once again to Philippians chapter 2, verses 12 and 13, God is working in us both to will and to do his good pleasure. In other words, we are being assisted and superintended by the Holy Spirit in our effort to conform to Christ's likeness. Because, see, we haven't been born just so that we can go to heaven or, or obtain what one of my friends called long ago fire insurance. In other words, we don't just get saved just so we can escape hell. That's not the reason for salvation. And a lot of people, they that's how they live their lives. They live their lives, well, I'm saved. Well, then I can do whatever I want because now I'm going to heaven. But they have no desire for holiness. They have no desire to love God by obeying his commands because that's the only way that we can prove, uh, beloved, that we do love the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit is that we obey the commandments of the Lord. Jesus said, if you love me, keep my commandments. That's John chapter 14, verse 15. And I believe also in that same chapter, in the 21st verse, he repeats that. He says, those who obey my commands, those are the ones that love me. So a person can say they love God all they want, but the only way, the only proof of that love is, do you have a life of obedience? Because if your life does not line up with the gospel then you 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 don't love God now we can't do it perfectly but we should be able to do it faithfully and consistently and we should have a protracted uh, record of fidelity toward God and his word and to obey in it all right so that's all I wanted to say into that uh, regards to the uh, our, our great salvation like I said the article that I'm going to attach with it will provide I think more context and Happy Thanksgiving to you all, and I'll talk to you soon. This is Brother Dell of Gospel Repentance Ministries.